Welcome to the worklawyer.ca podcast, a podcast covering developments in a variety of different areas of the law that make up my practice. I'm Jeff Robles, a Law Society of Ontario certified specialist in civil litigation and a partner at Riley and Partners. I hope you find this episode helpful and informative. Special thanks goes to Cassidy at anchor.fm for lending his much more pleasant voice to this podcast. Thanks to you for listening to this episode of the worklawyer.ca podcast. Enjoy. Most of the time, when a client comes to see me about a wrongful dismissal, the client tells me, I only want what I am entitled to. However, most of the time, the client does not really know what he or she is entitled to in damages or compensation. The Court of Appeals decision in O'Reilly v. IMAX Corporation provides a useful summary of what a wrongfully dismissed employee can expect. The issue in this appeal concerned the employee's entitlement to exercise stock options, receive bonuses and take advantage of other aspects of his remuneration package during the period of reasonable notice following a termination without cause. This is an issue that is not as clear as one might expect. In a footnote to this decision, the Court of Appeal indicated that it heard appeals dealing with this issue four times in 2019. To clarify the analysis of this issue, the Court of Appeal summarized the following principles at paragraph 32 of the decision. 1. 1. A wrongfully dismissed employee is entitled to damages for the loss of wages, salary and other benefits, that would have been earned during the reasonable notice period. 2. This principle applies to bonuses, stock options, or incentives that are an integral part of the employee's compensation, as well as pension benefits that would have accrued or been earned during the reasonable notice period. 3. In considering whether the loss of such benefits is recoverable, the court undertakes a two-step analysis. 4. The first step requires a determination of the employee's common law right to damages for breach of contract, bearing in mind that the measure of damages is the amount to which the employee would have been entitled had the employer performed the contract. 5. The second step requires the court to determine whether the terms of the relevant contract or plan unambiguously alter or remove the employee's common law rights, having regard to the presumption that the parties intended to apply the law, in the absence of clear language to the contrary. This last principle operates in a similar fashion to a notice provision or termination clause in an employment contract. More information on this topic can be found here. In short, the language in the document must be clear and unambiguous in taking away the employee's common law entitlements. Otherwise, the employee is entitled to receive compensation for the value of every aspect of his or her remuneration package over the course of the period of reasonable notice. In dismissing the employer's appeal, The Court of Appeal concluded that the language used in the employee's remuneration plan did not unambiguously remove his right to damages for the loss of his stock option that would have vested during the reasonable notice period. This article is intended only to provide general information and does not constitute legal advice. Should you require advice specific to your situation, please feel free to contact me to discuss the matter further. Thanks once again for listening to this episode of the worklawyer.ca podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to listen to more episodes like this one, you can find them by searching for the worklawyer.ca podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. You can also follow me on Twitter at work underscore lawyer and on Facebook at worklawyer.ca And feel free to visit www.worklawyer.ca where you can find articles and videos 
on a variety of legal topics related to my practice. If you would like to contact me, I can be reached at 905-427-4077, extension 29, and by email at jrobles at rileyandpartners.com. Thanks again, and until next time.